you've tapped or clicked in to College Volleyball Weekly on Viral Volley Media. Now here's your host, Rob on Mike. Hey, the Collegiate Beach Volleyball season is literally days away, and I'm here with the Stein Metzger coach of UCLA. Uh, thanks for joining me this morning, Stein. My pleasure, bright and early. Thanks for getting up. <laughs> hey, let's get right to it, though. But uh, anyone who follows beach volleyball, uh, from fans, athletes, coaches, has basically tabbed your team as a team to beat this 2023. Return a lot of key pieces, picked up transfers, have some new talent, on top of having phenomenal returners. So what are your thoughts on being the favorite and how you and your training uh, are going to be affected here? And, and what's your approach to keep the girls strong? Um, I don't know if I would call us the favorite. We certainly are deep. This is the deepest team that we've ever had. Uh, but there are a lot of great players out there in terms of top end. You look at uh, the team from TCU and their ones. That's an incredibly strong team. A lot of their teams have, have um, international experience, have played well. They've done well in the fall. Um, and there are some other programs out there, too. GCU's coming on. Uh, they've got some strong players. In fact, some almost unbeatable players. Uh, Alana from Puerto Rico, she's amazing and super fun to watch as well. <laughs> um, and there are some other programs out there that are pushing FSU, LSU, a lot of the usual suspects that have a lot of great talent. You never, I like to say, you never really know, and you can't really gauge it from the from the fall, but you never really know how people are going to shape up and how partnerships shape up and how the culture shapes up on each and every year. So we have a strong team, certainly, but um, we're certainly, we, we have our eye on a number of programs out there that we know are going to be tough to beat. And so we're just doing the work daily. Um, we've got a, a really competitive environment here on campus in the day-to-day -day, and I think that's going to help us uh, but really we won't know until the season gets started yeah now are you doing anything different mentally uh from the past few recent years uh with this expectation because as national championship years you had a solid team but you know it was a neck-neck battle but it just seems like there's a unanimous and that can get to the players minds because they hear the chatter that's going on so curious how do you approach something like that yeah, we try not to listen to outside noise. And in fact, that's what we call it is just noise um, and try to just stay focused on making each other better each and every day in practice. Um, this winter, we've instituted quite a bit of competition, inter-squad competition. Um, and so that in through that, we're hoping that we're going to be as prepared as possible to have some battles this year. And then, you know, we're continuing on with so some mental training with the team in terms of breathing, recognition, awareness, letting go, um, and just getting out there and playing and just trusting our process and trusting our our uh, our training. And that's going to be key for us uh, as we enter the season. Yeah. Now, there's a, there's a pretty major change this year in the NCAA championships. And I wanted to get your take on it because, you know, last year, 16 single elimination in the first round and then double elim, but we go this new format this year, single elim the full way, but wanted to get your thoughts on that. You know, it's going to make for some great upsets. I think everyone has seen with the single limb in the first round last year, there are a lot of close battles. There was a couple upsets. I think you're going to continue to see that now through every phase or every round of the NCAA championship. 
because uh, you know that if you have if you're off on one day, you're out of the tournament. Uh, it's not traditional to have single limb in beach volleyball. You know, sometimes you'll play a match and it's over in 35 minutes if it's mm -hmm. a fast match. So travel all the way out there and get knocked out in 35 minutes could be a real bummer. And uh, if you let that kind of sink into your psyche, uh, it can affect your ability to play free. So you know, we, we talk about that and, and we know that we're, we're preparing for the one and done at the end of the year that we got to you got to be on at all times. And if you're not on, you know, you want to make sure that you're supported by your other teammates and they're on on that particular day. So um, it's going to be it's going to be interesting, let's mm -hmm. to say the least. And they're, you're going to see some upsets and you're going to see some great volleyball. And uh, it's my suggestion that if anybody has not been to Gulf Shores, this is the second to the last year out there. You got to make a trip out there. Uh, it's a great event. I've been to just about every event around the world when I played professionally, and this is as good as any of them. Um, so my hope is that there are going to be some great crowds out there. Oh, there you go. The plug for the last two years of Gulf Shores. I like it. Which then it makes a change to Huntington Beach, which is uh, right up the block from me. So I'd actually like that too. So uh, yeah, the, the commute home will be a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> so outside of the NCA, but yeah, there is obviously a change in the players and the development of all the teams now because of you know just the growth in skills, volley IQ, um, and the difference in style of play, like hand setting, tougher serving. But what are you seeing? Because you seem to get a group of girls that are spread throughout the nation. Yeah, you're finding that the level of beach volleyball is getting better and better at the junior level. And we saw that six years ago, seven years ago. People started having year-round club volleyball, and it paid off. They freshmen were showing up, and they were as, they were as skilled, maybe not as physically strong at that point, but as skilled as some of our juniors and seniors on the team. And you're continuing to see that. And now it's spread across the country. So whereas before I could take my my beach chair and, and jump on my bike and stroll down to Hermosa Beach, and everyone would be right there to recruit. Now we're traveling all over the place. And even international. Now you're seeing a lot of international players come in and trust the level that that uh, we have here at the collegiate level um, and want to come here and get better and train and have this experience, especially because you're seeing athletes leave the college world and have an immediate impact at the pros. So it's obvious that the level continues to get better and it's closing the gap between, you know, collegiate players and pros. Yeah. Well, so one of the things that, uh, you know, that's reflecting this growth in the game is the expansion of the number of conferences for 2023. Um, now nine conferences. How do you uh, expect that that's going to be impacted with the amount of growth that we're seeing on the juniors level and the talent? Well, it creates more opportunity for teams to get into the national championship. And that's that's the end goal. You know, process mm -hmm. is super important and part of the, the student athlete experience. But the end goal is to make the national championship tournament. So uh, with nine AQs out there, it gives a lot of teams an opportunity to make the make that final tournament that maybe before they, they wouldn't have that chance. So it's going to continue to to create growth within the sport uh, and opportunity for different programs out there. Yeah. Now let's go more towards your 2023 team, which everyone's wanting to hear about here because, you know, obviously being, you don't want to be tabbed as a favorite, but a lot of people are saying UCLA, but what have you brought in and what do you see about this team that's going to be different from previous years? 
Well, I think we definitely can point to our depth. Uh, there's some other teams with some really high-end players. Um, but I think this year, when I just compare them to previous year, previous Bruin rosters, uh, we're extremely deep. Um, people keep saying it's a good problem to have, but it's still a problem. You know, we've got great players who are not going to get a chance to play at times. Um, but certainly that that creates an extremely competitive environment. In fact, it's reminiscent of the programs that I played at at UCLA, where the second team would beat the first team sometimes three or four days out of five during the week. Um, and we found that many of our toughest battles were in practice during the week, and it created a really strong team. Um, I was playing against Mike Seeley, who was the All-American setter on the other side, and we had a lot of great competition and tough battles, and yet we were a really close unit. And I see some some parallels here with our team. Um, I have to hand it to our athletes. They've created a great culture within themselves. They're extremely supportive and they get along really well. They hang out all the time. Uh, but day in and day out of practice, we're asking them to beat up on each other and they're challenging each other and they're going hard every day. Uh, and I think that's that's creating a really great competitive culture here at UCLA. And um I think we're going to be as prepared as we've ever been coming into a season. Yeah. Now, one of the things I like asking the coaches is if you're a fan who's new to the college beach volleyball game, who are the key athletes to look out for on your team? Well, um, you know, Lexi Denneberg is obviously a special athlete. She's extremely physical and gifted. Um, Abby Van Winkle continues to improve her game. And those are, those are our two athletes that played in the ones last year. And I think that they've gotten better since last year. Uh, Abby is really her ball control for a taller athlete is pretty darn exceptional. And she was a bump setter in high school and has now learned how to hand set and run plays. And um, they're, they're neat to watch. Uh, we're still not certain who's going to be pairing up this year. So they may be playing together. I mean, they may be playing separate. We're still kind of doing the carousel and trying to figure out what creates the, the best total lineup for us um and you, people thought probably remember Devin Newberry from last year who had shoulder surgery and she's coming back she won't be able to start the year but she'll join us along the way and she's really fun to watch um and then we have a newcomer that I'd like to point to which is Maggie Boyd out of Flower Mound Texas um she and her partner dominated the junior scene uh and she's joined us this year and has had a big impact on our ability to be competitive every day in practice. And I expect that she's going to be a great competitor when we start playing matches as well. Um, I could go on and on. We, we just have a really great team this year with a ton of talent, um, but they're just really great people too. And it's just fun to spend time with them day in and day out up at Mapes Beach and, and get to train with them and see them develop and see them uh, create these friendships with each other that I know they're going to be long life lasting uh, relationships and everyone's just really excited to get going and get out there. Yeah. I guess I'm going to jump back to the, the preseason thing. I, I forgot to ask you about it, but the fall competition, uh, that was the first time the NCAA allowed the teams to go out and compete in the fall like they did. But uh, what are your thoughts on the competition, how that, that develops your team and the kind of insight that gives you in managing your team? Yeah. Um, it's a great opportunity for, for folks to get out there and prove themselves. And maybe for some of the newer athletes that 
won't get a chance to play this year, but they get a chance to compete in the fall and get some playing under their belt while wearing, you know, their, their team's uniform. Um, the one thing that was a challenge and we're paying attention to is fall oftentimes is, is a place for developing your skill sets, mm -hmm. becoming a better athlete and, and uh, creating better habits. And that's hard sometimes when each week you're going out and competing and you're, you're basically saying, hey, these habits have gotten me this far. Uh, these skills have gotten me this far. I'm going to stick with them and see if I can win with them. Uh, instead of creating a longer block of training where, where you take one step back to, to take two steps forward. It's hard to take a step back when you're going out and competing and trying to prove yourself. So mm -hmm. I think that's going to be one of the challenges moving forward now that we're having more competition in the fall. Uh, so it's a, it's a trade-off and we're paying attention to it and trying to figure out, you know, what's the perfect fit, how many matches make sense and, you know, continuing to have that development mindset is going to be important. Yeah. Well, let's go back out to your conference at PAC 12, but who in your eyes are some of the preseason favorites to watch out for in your conference? Well, Stanford continues to get better each year. Um, and so everyone's just kind of watching them, like kind of tick up a little bit, little by little. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where they are in terms of their development from last year to this year. Uh, USC is always somebody to watch out for. Uh, they lost quite a few seniors last year. I think 11 was the number, but they've recruited well the, the last year. Um, they had quite a few new athletes come in, strong, talented athletes. And we got a chance to, to see them a little sneak peek during the fall. And there's some really good players there and they have a couple of transfers. So you always got to pay attention to them. You know, Dane Blanton's doing a great job. I'm sure he's developing some of his new athletes and preparing them. So they're a real question mark. You know, they're going to be good. It's just a matter of how fast they're going to get good with, with, uh, with that new group. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now there's, uh, you know, with Arizona, Arizona state, uh, Utah and Washington was, you know, they had a key hire in Derek and he's doing some good stuff, brought some good people in as well. So it deepens the conference in an already highly talented conference. So, you know, it's going to be fun to watch the Pac-12 this year. Yeah, it's, you know, you don't really know until you get started, but um, the preseason, the preseason favorite to be most improved has got to be Washington. You're right. And uh People know that Derek's a great coach and he's been recruiting well and bringing people in. And I mean, who wouldn't want to move to Seattle? It's a great city. It's one of my favorite cities. Uh, so it, it, I would expect them to, to uh, get, get better quickly and it'll be interesting to see how they, how they start out. Yeah. Now let's go a little more micro on your conference, but who are some of the other top athletes on the other rosters that we should be watching out for uh, this 2023 season? Uh, you know, to be honest, I have not been paying attention that much attention to other programs, Rob. We've been staying pretty <laughs> focused on our athletes, on our team and not looking outside of our bubble. Um, so, and, and that's a big focus for us this year as a player. Um, my mind oftentimes drifted to my opponents in terms of scouting reports, but we're trying to have a big emphasis on really focusing on ourselves this year. So I think you're catching me a little unawares here. I'm going to, I'm going to be hard pressed to come up with some, some names out there. Yeah. But I just know there's going to be some talented players out there and our conference continues to build great athletes. So 
Uh, I'm sure that it's, there's going to be some great competition. And our, fir our first event will be the Pac-12 South, which is co-hosted by UCLA and USC. Uh, and there'll be teams that'll be going across town back and forth. And uh, I think it's, it's shaping up to be a great event. And I think you might be a part of that, right? Are you going to join I, us? Yes, I'll be there for that one. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah. Um, you know, I, you said that you've been primarily UCLA focused, which is great, keeping everyone on track and on, on the plan. Um, but you've come across some players, though, uh, in the fall. And I'm curious you know, what athletes from those teams did catch your eye that you did get to watch. I know you're coaching on, on one or two courts there or kind of bouncing between up to three, but yeah, you know, their, their fall performance or the fall competition was really fun to watch. Like we saw how good GCU was. And then there, you know, some new faces on the Pepperdine rush have moved up and, you know, USC was playing on the courts right there and you couldn't help, but hear the, the buzz on the beach there. Well, unless you're super focused and just <laughs> coaching away. Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to recall like who I was seeing um, from USC. I remember watching Madison White, mm -hmm. who she's long and dynamic and jumps well. Um, she's a freshman and, you know, her skills are will continue to get better. So I see her having a big upside. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to see how much she's developed in the past couple of months since we saw her last. Um, and... I'm blanking on her name now. She's a blocker out of the Washington area at SC. And I'm really, I really like her. And I can blanking on her name right now. I, you know, it's not coming to mind either. Showalter. Say it again. Showalter. Yes. Yeah. yeah Bailey. <laughs> She's, I just really, I like the way she plays. I just like her aura. Um, she gets over the net and it's not often that you find someone that can get over the net like that and affect the offense, the opponent's offense. So I think she's going to be a great player, um, and her mentality is great. Every juniors event I, that I went to when I was recruiting, she was there. So she's a workhorse. She likes to play. She's obviously passionate, loves the sport, and that's uh, that's critical to becoming a great player. So I think folks should be watching out for her as well. Yeah. That's a UCLA coach Stein Metzger on the 2023 preview show as the season is looming around the corner. Be sure to follow UCLA Beach Volleyball on social media. Go to the website, get all the information. A lot of competition be coming up and a lot of all-day beach events coming up as well. Uh, Pac-12 South, got the East meets West, and just a local travel for Stein Metzger and the Bruins. Thanks for joining me this morning, Stein. Thank you, Rob. Take care. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to College Volleyball Weekly. Be sure to follow Rob Espero at the Rob on the Mic on Instagram and at Rob on the Mic on Twitter.